0: Roth one was over. (laughs) Parents won, kids sip. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep! Gentlemen, start your engines!
1: To infinity and beyond!
0: Touch
2: a madness around here. Hello everybody and welcome to the Disney Dads podcast. We are three dads that love to share our love and experiences with you, our extended Disney family. We are recording live here on Thursday, December 21st for our 12th episode. It's hard to believe that 2017 is now in the rearview mirror. This week's episode, we will just scratch the surface of some of the major Disney news announcements, openings, and closings at our beloved parks and property. So sit back, grab your last Dole Whip for the year, and relax while we dive into a year in Disney review. But before we begin, Jason and Justin, how's your week been? What's been going on, guys?
1: It's been good, man. Uh, just relaxing a little bit and spending some time with, uh, with Rye. She's been off school, so we're just uh, just enjoying the time together family time,
3: loving it. I'm absolutely loving it. Listen, we got a cold snap that's uh bearing down on us and um kind of just wears it out of me, so I just come home and uh have a good time with the boys, play with those Christmas toys with them, and um I, man, I got no complaints. It's been good. Going into the new year strong.
2: Very good. Very good. Yeah, I'm excited for the new year. It's a fun time of year. We, we, uh, I'm on vacation this week as well, so I'm getting a lot of good quality family time. So I'm excited about this. But uh, So anyway, we're going to get into the year in review. It's been a, it's been a really busy year at Disney. we heard a lot of major announcements. So one of the things that I'm excited about this year that opened up was Pandora, the World of Avatar. The uh, world opened up May 27th of 2017. I know I was there this year. I know you guys have been there. What did you guys think of the new Avatar land?
3: I Man, I'm going to tell you what. Uh, the, la- the land itself is uh, was a lot smaller than I thought. Uh, beautiful, just beautiful. The Flight of Passage, incredible. It was one of the few rides I've ever got off of. Had to sit down and just take it in. Absolutely loved it. Justin, I know you were down there this year. Were you able to see the uh,
1: Pandora World? Uh, so yeah, we've been down a few times actually, and we saw it uh, you know during the day, but the highlight of that highlight of, of Pandora for me is at night. You cross the bridge there by Tiffins, and as soon as you do, you see the the fluorescent lights and the, the, the walkways are lighting up um, under the black light and just the, the floating mountains and just that, if, if they were to ever have done a land that transported you somewhere, this one by far does a better job than anywhere else I've been at any Disney property and I think uh, I, I just think with those two attractions I know some people have been kind of down on the river journey but it is a good uh, yin and yang to Flight of Passage it's a great family ride and it is what it is it's a slow it's, you know it's a slow dark ride and, uh, and I I actually really enjoy it and that animatronic at the end dude how good is that?
2: Oh, it was it was an awesome ride. I don't think that the uh, popularity for that, I don't think you're going to have long wait times once everybody's kind of done it. So I think that's going to be good about that ride. I think that's going to be one of those half an hour, 35, 40 minute rides. I think once the novelty wears off and a lot of people have done it, obviously flight of passage is going to be one of the top rides that's going to be the rope drop got to get it done fast pass must i think once the uh river journey is done by a lot of people and it's it's had its test of time i think that's not going to be as busy so that's not a bad ride if you got to wait 25 minutes 30 minutes for that's not something i want to wait two hours for i would wait two hours for flight of passage because it was such a good ride but i certainly wouldn't wait two hours again for uh the river ride but i'm glad i got it i got them both done uh we had uh uh, fast passes for the river ride when we went, so we did that. And then when we did the flight of passage, it was only about an hour and a half wait, and it was well worth the hour and a half wait. And I want to say it actually went quicker than the hour and a half, uh, it probably took about an hour, but it was well worth the wait. I definitely, if any of our uh, Disney family that's listening
1: hasn't done it yet, and you're a little hesitant about waiting online for an hour, an hour and a half, it's definitely worth it. Yeah, I haven't seen that queue yet because uh, we fast it every time we've been for flight of passage, but i think we have an adult trip coming up here in about three weeks that four weeks that is a last second trip just booked it this week and i think if it's an hour or less hour and a half or less we'll wait for it just so we can see it um but yeah i and i gotta ask you all something though did either of you do what i did and be a great dad and buy your uh, kid a banshee to bring home to play with for them (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> two of them yeah you know not it's not for me of for course them. it was for it was for her you know it wasn't yeah 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 it was
3: <laughs> it was um you know to like when you okay let me ask you guys this all right you guys go uh, quite a bit like we do all right, right? and you always have the must haves that you buy for souvenirs now out of this money that you have spent how many of these toys are accessible you know where they're at. How many $30 pair of, of ear hats do you have that are sitting at the bottom of the <laughs> toy box? Um, it kills me that I spent that money on these Banshees. And, um,
1: yeah, I don't even think my sons even touch it since we've been home. Ours is in Riley's room up on her up on her dresser, so it's at least uh-huh. out and visible. Okay. But, it, you know, it's funny, man, because I'm like a huge Disney collectible person. I love stuff mm-hmm. like that. And... But I also know that most of it's probably going to end up in a box somewhere. <laughs> but at the moment, you're so wrapped up in your in your trip, and you're wrapped up in all the you know the merchandise and everything that you don't care. You don't care that it's sixty dollars. You just all you want to do is just get it, get it home, put it up, and enjoy it. And uh, you know it is what it is. I think you're uh, even when you buy those, you're paying for an experience, and that's part of the experience. Yeah, we're not big on the souvenir. I mean, we're not big with some of the. There's
2: certain souvenirs that are must-gets for us. You know, we'll buy the, uh, if it's a specific party, like a Halloween party, we'll get something related to that. If it's a, uh, we always get pins. Uh, Yeah, we're not not too big. The the one, I think, thing that we bought that gets a lot of airtime where it's out all the time that my daughter plays with, well, has it in her bed, is her Figment. And that's one of the, uh, her Figment doll is always out. She loves that. That's probably one of the most souvenirs that gets the
3: most use.
1: Yeah, man. Can't go wrong with Figment. Love it.
3: Sometimes the best part of of going down to Disney for them is knowing they have a budget, or they have they have they are able to buy. I mean, look who 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 doesn't love toys when you're that age. So that's part of the magic and the allure for the kids when they go down there. So I get that.
2: But yeah, so you know a lot of big things going on in Animal Kingdom, but. What I'm excited about, Epcot's getting a makeover. You know, I think that park doesn't get a lot of love. And uh, this year, we lost the Ellen ride. Uh, I enjoyed the Ellen ride. And we always did it as a family. Uh, but we're getting, gar- we're going to gain Guardians of the Galaxy, which is pretty cool. Uh, you've seen the movies. They're, they're fun. They're entertaining. And they're adding a Ratatouille ride. And they're adding a Mission Space restaurant. Uh, what are you guys looking forward most to seeing that's going to be
1: added to the Epcot? Uh, I cannot had? wait. For the mission space restaurant. And I know people are probably going insane right now thinking, how are you not saying Ratatouille? How are you not saying Guardians of the Galaxy? Have you seen the photos of what the Mission Space Restaurant's gonna look like? Oh no, I so seen you that. walk in and it's kinda gonna be like Star Wars, the Star Wars Hotel, where all of the windows are going to be TV screens. So it looks like you're in space. So you're sitting in there and, you know, a meteor will go by or you'll pass the space station, things like that. I mean, it's going to be awesome. I can't wait.
3: I loved or I love that ride. And, I, I you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I can't ride it or my day is ruined if I ride it. I absolutely love that ride. And for them to put a restaurant in conjunction with that to transport me, you know, I hear that here I am saying that transport word a lot. To transport me into a different spot temporarily, I love it. I'm all for Justin. I'm exactly right there with you. Um, going back to uh, Ellen, um, I'm torn on that, man. Because here's why. I really, really like Ellen a lot. You know what I mean? I love the Ellen show. I, I think she's a very fun person. Uh, she's definitely someone I would love to meet sometime. But I was really not sad to see her uh, her ride go, man. I did it once or twice, and that was it for me. I couldn't do it again. I'm super excited about Guardians. I don't know if Epcot was really the place for it, but some you know, there's a sometimes with Disney, there's a method to the madness, and I'm I'm excited about it, and I'm excited about a, the Ratatouille ride. You know, I, I, look, anytime there's something new coming in and there's changes. You know, it's always kind of a bittersweet thing, but these are, you know, those other two things are additions. So there's really no room for complaining if you ask me personally, because it's not like they're losing anything.
2: Now, I'm I'm a little I'm a little unsure. Maybe you know just Are they adding uh, are they building a restaurant or are they using an existing space for the Mission Space restaurant?
1: Yeah, I tell you, from what everything I've seen and heard, it's actually going to be adjacent to Mission Space. So, it'll be uh, located like just before you head into World Showcase. So just right there to the left as you as you go up. So it should be literally right beside it. Okay.
2: There's a lot of property over there. I mean you guys have known that as you walk over there, when you're going from ride to ride, when you're going from Allen's to mission space, you gotta walk quite a distance even though the the rides are pretty close. So I could definitely see them adding a new building
1: in that area because uh there's a lot there's a lot of real estate. Yeah, in that it's, area. it's 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 gonna be exciting and uh the thing is Epcot's my favorite park. I love Epcot. It. If I'm picking one park to go to, it's always Epcot. And just to get more attractions, because the one downfall I have with Epcot is the tier system. You know, when you're making fast passes and you only get to pick one from frozen, soaring, test track, you know, and if you want to do you know fireworks at the end of the night, it's tough, man. Especially if you're going, like, with multiple people to get somebody to make that decision. So I'm hoping as we get more attractions that they'll drop that tier system in Epcot. Yeah, that's a hard place to make <laughs>
2: fast passes for. Uh, sorry, no, ahead.
3: I was just going to agree with you, man. The tier system definitely needs some work at Epcot. You know, I it's there's a couple head scratchers where, eh, really, this is a tier one, guys. But you're right. It, it was just uh, based on numbers. So uh, I, I honestly think it'll happen it, I, by the end of next year or maybe 2019 going in. They're going to completely change the tier system on Epcot.
1: I think so too.
3: Be good. I wound up fast passing. Nemo just to you know, just to
2: fill a, a slot sometimes because what are you gonna do once you've picked the one or two that you want it's kind of left over you know for the rides I mean Nemo never has a wait even on the busiest days it's a ten minute wait and uh, Figment's usually not that long so yeah it's, it's a tough fast pass system over there so hopefully once you get some new rides it'll uh, change it up a little bit
1: yeah so Katie and I were doing fast passes last night for our trip in a month and uh you know it's an adult trip so after you make your you know we made Soren I think I think it's what we picked Soren what are we doing after that? I mean, we you know we're gonna meet the characters, character spot, and but the only problem is, I mean, we can walk on Nemo. It's 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 the last week of January. We can walk on Nemo. Right. We're gonna be able to walk on Figment. What else are you picking? And, you know, and the other two, um, the the Pixar short, it's a theater, so I mean, you're not you're not waiting to get in there right. that time of year. So I just don't really you know see the point. In uh, in the tier system being as divisive as it is right now, I can understand for maybe Soren and uh, let's say Frozen, you know, or Test Track and Frozen, right? But not all three of those piled into one thing.
3: Well, isn't missions right. or uh, Spaceship Earth? Isn't Spaceship Earth considered a tier one now? Mm-hmm. Also, not anymore. Okay,
1: not anymore. Yeah. And that
2: that usually never has a weight. I mean, you hit that at the end of the night, and to walk right on. So I mean, that's not even the like I said. It's that's a hard fast pass system to navigate over there. You wind up just doing it just to kill uh, just to kill a time. God, I love time that around. ride though, man. Oh it's, yeah, just love it, just love it. So cool. So yeah. So now that we know what's going on at Epcot, another big announcement this year was making a cruise line expansion. You know, they first they were going to do two new ships. Now they're doing three ships. And the, the, uh, they're in the, the expansion phase. The first ship is going to be ready in 2021. The next one's going to be ready in 2022. And the third one's going to be done in 2023. Now, I've only done a uh, a cruise on the Disney Magic before. I know you got to be excited about this, Justin. So you tell me <laughs> what, you, what you're what you happy about with the cruise. The line, happy dancing. Uh, he's just in there dancing yeah. in his he's, seat. He's dancing while I'm oh. saying
3: this. A little behind the curtain here. He's going Dude, nuts. Wait. I might post that video.
1: (laughs) Disney cruises are our favorite thing on planet Earth. Uh, We love them. We've done eight of them, nine of them, eight of them. And we've done a transatlantic. We've done Panama Canal. We've done all the Caribbean. We've been on all four of the ships. Now, look, nothing gets me more excited than a Disney cruise except for a Disney cruise on a brand new ship. And you're going to give me three in three years. Are you kidding me? Riley, you're not going to college. Sorry.
2: (laughs) My bad. All right?
1: We're going to spend your college money because we're going on all three ships three years in a row. It's happening. Do you you think you're going to do the inaugural voyage of each of the ships? No. Probably not because the price point is always a little high on that. Um, It would be cool to see, though, but like when we did our Panama Canal cruise, that was the first time the wonder had gone through the new canal. So they did a big... Big ceremony. We stopped in the middle of the canal, so that was cool to be part of history. So it would be cool to be a part of history with the new ships, but the way we cruise is the cheaper, the more we can do. Yep. So we're we're more uh, of of quantity. You know, we're we're going for <laughs> the cheapest possible, and then doing two a year, just boom boom. So we're uh, I'm so excited, man. And and they the thing is they're going to be bigger. Than the dream, and the fantasy, and and I'm a little torn on that because my favorite ships are the Magic and the Wonder. I love that size. I love not feeling like I just walked a marathon at the end of the day. You know, with the size of the ships, but the amenities they're going to put on those new ships. I mean, I, I can't. I just can't wait to get details of what all they're going to be adding. I mean, t- take my money now. I'm I'm done. Take what it.
3: What is the price point on one of those ships? Did it Did it say in the notes there?
1: Oh, they'll change. Um, no,
3: no, I'm talking about for Disney to build it. Is it like, is it is it close to 580 million or closer to a billion dollars a ship? No, it's over a billion. It's over a billion dollars a ship.
1: So, just in perspective, I don't know the final price on the three new ships, but think about this: in 2011, when they rolled the Dream out, the Disney Dream. Yep. Yep. It was 900 million dollars to make. Okay. To build. Okay. So. Just with the size difference, the amenities that'll probably be on board. I mean, I'm going to guess anywhere from like 1.4, 1.5 billion. Yeah,
3: that's what I was guessing. I was going to say one, one three to one seven. So
1: you're looking at probably around close to five billion for three new ships. Okay. Disney is writing those checks, man. They are, they are, woo! They're rolling through it. Yeah, but they got the people coming in, man. Look, when we yeah.
3: went to book that cruise in October, and, and unfortunately I had to cancel it because of work restraints, but uh, there's no joke, man. We booked it, and just not even two weeks later, it went up like four
1: or $500. You Look, know, I'm, and I'm glad we... While we're talking... Sorry about that. While we're talking about cruises, let me give everyone a really quick um, bit of advice. If you've never done one or if you've only done a couple, book as early as possible. So the day they release the dates... The day, the day it goes on sale, book. Because it's not going to go down in price. A lot of people have this misconception where they think the Disney cruises are going to go down in price. They're not. It's supply and demand. And they don't have to lower their price to fill their ships. And two, if you're on board a Disney ship, book your next one while on board. Don't even think about it. And if you don't know a, uh, a date that you want to do it, book a placeholder. It's 250 bucks. It's good for two years. You can go on any ship. And that 250 will go towards your cruise you, you pick. And you'll get the uh, all the perks as if you had booked on board. And if you don't pick one in two years, they refund your two hundred fifty dollars. It's a no brainer. So always, always do that. That's just a really quick off the topic kind of m- my little plug and 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 tip for Disney cruising. Awesome, that makes man. sense. Makes it. Jason, have
3: you ever done a cruise? Man, no. I have never ever ever done a cruise. I think my time in the Marine Corps has tainted my love for ships. So I am <laughs> I am uh, really going to. Um, I, I want to. You know, I'm all about the fine dining and the uh, Disney entertainment. Um, mm-hmm. We'll see, man. Look, it's, uh, it's kind of hard right now with uh, work restraints and, and business owners and, and everything else. Uh, it's, our time is coming, and it's probably going to be one of those last-minute things. But here's my only complaint about the cruise, okay? And it's not even that big of a complaint, but what is with having a cruise go from, like, Thursday to Tuesday,
1: yeah, they have weird dates because that's so well, hard. But man. they keep it in a week. So, like, think about this. Let's say, but the that's dr- not a
3: week for me though. That's right, a exactly, week for right. me.
1: But let's say the dream goes out of Port Canaveral, right? On a three mm-hmm. day, then right after that, it's going to do a four day. Then it'll do a three day. Then it'll do a four day. Oh, that you makes see, sense. So it's
3: constantly coming in and out of port. Then oh,
1: it's never it's never without passenger unless it's under refurbishment. Unless, okay. it's, unless it's in dry dock and it's right. being refurbed and it's uh, sure. having having um, things added or just you know spruced up, then it's always has passengers on board. Okay, and that's that's why that's why I always tell people if if you can get the time, do a do a repositioning cruise because they're they're longer, they're cheaper. So for example, you know we've paid the same price for a four night, um just just double dip at Castaway. That we did for a fourteen night transatlantic from Port Canaveral to Dover, England. Wow! But you have to pay for your transportation back.
3: Oh, so you had to catch a plane ride back, right. from right? Yeah, we got to fly back
1: from England all you know all the way back oh, to Florida. Okay, yeah, so but that's still
3: our six or eight hundred bucks a person. Dude, it it's was not nothing, that bad. It
1: was perfect. I mean, so I yeah yeah we'll we'll okay. do a
3: show in the future on Disney cruises for sure. Definitely,
2: definitely. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I know that I want to learn a lot more about them because I only did the one Disney cruise the one time, so I'm glad we're going to be able to you know dive into that topic, but it was definitely something I wanted to bring up because I'm excited about it and the more boats they can add and the more Disney vacations you get, you know, their customer service is always, you know, next to none, so I'm I'm really happy about that. But here it is. I made a quick list of these 10, you know, most important things that was going to be going on with the with the Disney announcements. This one is the one that I'm most happy about and that really, really got me excited was the announcement and the new details and the models that they revealed for the new Star Wars Land in Hollywood Studios. Uh, I got to tell you, uh, I am a huge Star Wars geek. I've always been a Star Wars geek. Uh, you know, I'm not going to say anything about the new movie. I'll let everybody decide on their own about that. I'm not even going to b- breach that topic. But I'm excited about the... the, <laughs> the uh, The announcements and everything that they put out about the Star Wars, the Star Wars Hotel, I mean... It's going to be around that time when it hits my 50th birthday, and whether it's expensive or not, that's going to have to be the way I do my 50th birthday. That's going to be uh, my gift to myself. It's also going to be uh, the year that I retire from the city. So I'm you know about six or seven years from now. So I'm really, really hoping that I'll be able to do the Star Wars Hotel. And uh, what are you guys most excited about in the Star Wars land? Is it the hotel? Is it the rides? Is it just the Hollywood Studios being back to a full-day park again?
3: My biggest draw to this is I want to be in Star Wars. I want to be in the land that is Star Wars. That's it. I don't have a particular ride that I'm excited for. I don't have a particular hotel or food or anything other than the fact that when I cross those gates, I want to be living within that movie. And after seeing Pandora, I know Disney's going to come through for me on this. That's my biggest draw to this land.
1: My biggest draw is probably walking through Star Wars after it opens and annoying Jason with my Chewbacca sounds, like I do constantly. <laughs> <laughs> do,
3: you want, do you want to explain to everybody what yeah, that's about? Nothing makes me more angry and want to beat somebody up. Than listen to Justin do the sound. No, actually, you know what, man? I'll tell you what. Yours is better than mine. I'll be honest with you. It really is better than mine. I, you heard mine, and and I, I left it in a video chat in our private group, and the response I got was that was the worst thing ever, or something like that. Why do you think I had so. to get a
1: new phone last week? I threw mine against the wall whenever I heard it. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible.
3: <laughs> it is terrible. But you know what? I welcome it, man. You send me a million of those. I'll turn it into a, 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 a GIF.
1: But on a serious note, is, I don't think there's ever been a theme park that has needed something. Like, it needs Toy Story and Star Wars at this moment. Hollywood Studios is laying in an ICU right now. Like, it is, <laughs> it is completely on, on, on death's door. And is just being kept alive by by the few, but you know, pretty much Tower Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster, you know, and a few other little things. I know that Disney executives are sitting and just watching the calendar, saying, "Please, just get to this date, so we can we can have these open." And it's going to be completely different because it's going to go from a half day park to it's going to go to a two day park because mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to hit everything in one day. There's not going to be any way. So it's it's going to be a complete turnaround and we're getting to that point where they they're adding and you know to to Epcot they're adding to Hollywood Studios and we're going to need a fifth gate because with all the hotels going up, I don't know if that's going to be enough, but it is definitely going to draw people in like crazy. And it's going to draw a whole different genre of people that have
3: never even considered Disney as a destination, oh,
1: a whole new crowd. I mean, I, I, they, people that have never been to Disney, you know, people mm-hmm. that love Comic Con, people that love just the Star Wars franchise, yep. they're going to flock to Orlando to see this, or to or to Anaheim. And we know that's true. And I, and dare I say the name
2: because I've seen it myself personally. Universal Studios, when they opened up the whole Harry Potter world over there, that is... If you're a pothead, that is the place to go. I'm not even a Harry Potter... I've never seen the movies. I've never been a fan of it. I I know I'm going to get, you know, know, picked on for that. But I love that land over there. I mean, that was beautiful. Uh, Going into the... You know, I don't want to get into Universal, but... You're going to get that crowd. And there are people that go there just for that. And you're going to get the same kind of thing with, with Hollywood Studios. You're going to get the Star Wars people that are fan loyal and that they really you know, want to go there for that Star Wars experience. And, uh, yeah, it's going to bring a whole new uh, group. Yeah. Two,
1: two yeah. points. Go, you know, go ahead.
3: Number one, start with the first Harry Potter book. I think you would really enjoy it. I bet you burned through the whole series. They're I, good. I absolutely love them. And number two is... Uh, we're we're talking about you know like friends of mine Let, let's say the dentist or the lawyers or the doctors and uh, these are guys that are my age that are professionals that have no desire to ever shake hands with the mouths and and they're getting excited you know they they'll see pictures of me with Chewie or or uh, the Vader pics and um, these guys are like oh these are these are awesome and now the wheels are starting to turn for them
1: so I really think it's going to be a huge crowd just huge. Yeah, it's I. It, I think if we hold Disney to the standard we should, then this should be the most interactive, most the most, um, just knock you you know out of your shoes, you know in your face. You are transported into this land and into these stories. I expect nothing less from Disney with this one. I expect them to to really you know, go above and beyond with detail in this and and really
3: transport us into Star Wars. Disney cannot afford to mess this
1: up. No, they can't.
3: They cannot this will, if they mess this up, it will be an incredible fail financially and it'll be a disservice to the franchise or the Star Wars genre.
1: Well, you know, we know Disney doesn't mess up Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> we're gonna sweep yeah, that under the rug and let that go right now for another conversation so i'm not gonna bring that into my my conversation tonight anyways um but yeah i'm excited for that uh, mike all of them i'm excited for uh the toy story land that you were talking about i'm super excited for that uh, my kids are right at that age where we're gonna have just a blast i'm uh, i'm stoked man i mean i'm i'm like getting super excited about all this new stuff Yeah, it's going to be good
2: times at Hollywood Studios in the upcoming years. You know, especially once the crowds die down, it's going to be nice to enjoy that park on a full-day basis again. Uh, One quick note, uh, talking about new rides, the Tron ride in the Tomorrowland area. And they're adding a whole new space. They're going to be adding that, and it's going to be opening up in 2021, I believe was the year. And uh, what do you guys think of that? Are you guys fans of Tron? Do you think it's going to be a good ride? Do you think they should have taken something out? Or do you think that's a good spot? It's perfect. I... I mean, it fits, it fits
1: Tomorrowland perfectly. I, I, I don't think you could put it anywhere else on property and have a better spot for that. Um, and if you've seen the pictures of, of what it's going to look like, that backdrop of Tron and Space Mountain, both both kind of side by side, is going to be... Look, Space Mountain has, has been the perfect weenie for, for Tomorrowland. You know, it, it, it really has. Mm-hmm. It draws you into Tomorrowland. Tron might take its place. I mean, if it's going to draw anything like, you know, the Tron ride we see in Shanghai, then then I think, I, how can people not be excited for this? I mean, it's it's another attraction that is going to... It's a thrill attraction. It, it's great. You know, I, I, I'm i super excited for it. I am really, really... Sick. I know a lot of people didn't like the Tron movie. I wasn't a huge fan. It was okay. But the Tron attraction... I'm, I'm stoked man i can't wait cannot wait for it my question
2: about that was do you think it was smart to do the tron ride the way they're doing it instead of doing something with the speedway because i think the speedway needs much attention well, over there hold on and, a second uh, though. hold on what do you what, what do you think hold
3: about Think about the speedway is that was my first experience with the speedway i was right there with you all right this is garbage mm-hmm. uh, then when you really look into it and you and you you take the Speedway for what it's worth and what it, who it actually is catering to, a four-year-old, a five-year-old, a six-year-old little boy or girl that's driving a car for the first time. I don't know, man. I mean, it was a whole different perspective on the Speedway. Is there something that needs to happen with it? Absolutely. Maybe. But I don't see it going anywhere, anywhere soon. I really don't.
1: I don't think there's a reason for it to go anywhere. Because, look, as much as we build and we grow and and, you know, Disney World and Disneyland expand, and they bring in new technologies. There's a few things that need to stay to to keep that magic for kids. There's something about getting on the speedway with your little one and watching them just, you know, break your neck going banging into the into the center Dude, rail. I mean, it's hilarious. Yeah, you know, you're just. I remember Riley doing that the first time, and I'm Riley doing it in Disneyland. Now, I will say this: Disney, the Disneyland uh, Autopia, is is much better it's it's much much better but it's also its location too you know it's 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 Disneyland um the Speedway as I do I do think it needs a little pick-me-up but guys that thing has 45 50 minute waits regularly I mean it's not like that thing is hurting for people to get on Mike when's the last time you've done that Uh, with you oh that's right we We did did you ride with Sammy no we We did together y'all
2: ride ride together and what they they used to do was and they don't do it anymore they used to give you a little driver's license at the end a Tomorrowland Speedway driver's license and you know I have a couple of those up in the souvenir box upstairs you know these little handouts that they give you for free my biggest problem with that is the 40 minute ride isn't that bad but the fumes are disgusting i mean you're waiting on that line it's it's the the queue area waiting you're 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 breathing in all of that stuff it's hot they have a couple of fans up there that's the only thing that i would have rather have seen them keep the ride the way it is maybe do an upgrade to the cars or some kind of electric car this way you're not breathing in those fumes this way you're not uh, sweltering there but that's but,
3: you are as un american as they come right
2: I now know, I, I know i know it. but here's the I thing know, you have they God. have
1: Disney has a fantastic relationship with GM. Let GM come in and introduce some of their new technologies into the Speedway.
3: That'd be great. That'd be a great idea.
1: You know, and and, and supply those cars. Yeah, no... Yeah, I have sentimental values with that. I mean,
2: like, I've seen my kids draw. Like, I've done it with both my daughters, and I did it with my—and I have some fantastic pictures of Sarah, my now 14-year-old, when she was 4 years old and 5 years old, driving the car. And I I love the ride for what it is. I just would rather have seen them do kind of a refurbishment or an upgrade over there and give that a little bit of attention. I'm excited for the Tron ride. That's going to be great. But I just wish they would have said, hey, we're going to do something a little different you with the car. You could clean cars.
3: it up a little bit, Mike. I agree with you, man. I agree whole—I agree with right. I would have said wholeheartedly. I agree with you. Um, as far as my take on Tron guys i'm super excited i loved i loved the Tron I love both movies I absolutely loved everything about the idea of 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 Tron of of getting into um what was the name of the the land or the i know Tron was the character, but what was the name of the the mainframe no, I what don't call remember, that? man. I don't remember. I don't I don't either and, and I apologize about that. Um but you know I was super I'm super excited for that. That ride is gonna be awesome. I hope it's a thrill of all thrill rides and not uh, not cheap. So I'm super I'm super stoked. Speaking of transportation and getting around in the
2: cars, uh one of the things that they talked about was upgrading the transportation system at Disney World. They're adding the skyline gondolas and they added a minivan service. Uh, the Skyline Gondola seemed like a pretty good idea. It's going to add some extra transportation to the value resorts, the Art of Animation, the Pop. Uh, it's also going to add the gondola to the Caribbean Beach uh, Resort. Uh, it's going to give you transport to Hollywood Studios and Epcot. And it's also going to include a new Disney Riviera DVC Resort. So I'm pretty happy about the, the gondola rides. Uh, the minivan service, yeah, you know, it's a cab service. They have Ubers, they have lifts. You know, it's nice that they have the... Uh, the authentic Disney mini related ones. But you know, the uh, the gondola rides, what's your guys' take
1: on that? Are you happy about that? you wish they would have done something more with the monorail? Uh what do you think? What you take? I'm excited. Um but I'm also excited about any new transportation. Now I with that said, I wish they would do something with the monorail. I think that's coming eventually. Uh I do think we're gonna get new cars. I think it's gonna be a few years. You know, Disney's unloaded a lot of cash Um, these past two, three years with uh, four years with a lot of updates. Um, you know what it reminds me of is the Skyway, and I don't know if you guys ever experienced the Skyway at the Magic Kingdom. I didn't. And if I did, I was
2: small when I mean one hundred
1: and twelve years ago. No, it closed. Uh, closed in, uh, closed in Um, ninety four. Um, and no, I mean it was it was fun. You know, it transported you, um, you know, across the Magic Kingdom, and it was it was an interesting concept. It's it was the first gondola, you know, there, there in the parks. So anything that's going to be a constant people mover, I'm for. See, I, would, I'm, I
3: just want to ride it just for the views. I mean, how fun was that? Just to, to resort hop and, and get on this thing? And uh, t- what, what better view are you going to get than on these uh, things? I do want to ask you, though, with that, uh, with, the, with the renovations at Pop Century, And those rooms, and I thought those rooms looked amazing, and the gondola systems getting put in, I honestly think that I would have not bought DVC if those were in place when I first went. Really? Because what is the attraction to my DVC? They're they're talking, you know, monorail, yeah, deluxe resorts, I get that, but these pop rooms look great and yeah to have, but still to man. have a gondola though man i mean you got you got skyway transportation now i don't know is it are they going to shut it down when winds get over what x amount or Lightning, how often things like that yeah right and i get that um but i don't know man because that that really you got a a, a direct ride right into the park yeah, you know
1: yeah i will agree we'll disagree on that one because i mean dvc has changed our disney lives for sure and there's something about, I mean, I love the, the the value resorts, and we're staying at a value resort for part of our trip coming up in 30 days because it was so last minute, and we just got an excellent deal. Um, and we're excited to, to, to stay there. But there's something about walking into the lobby, the Poly or the Grand Floridian or, or Bay Lake or, you know, the, those are hotels we wouldn't stay at if we didn't have it. Okay. All right. I, I stand
3: corrected. <laughs> okay. Now that I'm taking a step back here, um, but what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to drive the point home. I guess that you know what value resorts aren't really value. They're not anymore. anymore. No, they're not. They're not. They're not. They're not cheap. They're not cheap, crappy, super eight hotels. No. These are these are these are. They're offering a great stay for a family.
1: They're offering a great product at a great price. Absolutely. I feel like an, infram- I feel like an infomercial person right now.
3: Well, and the thing is, is like I'm <laughs> not. We're not sitting here on the Disney bandwagon trying to, you know, Disney's all all good, but that's good for these uh, these families that just come down once look, a year look, or once every five years. Look,
1: man, Katie comes to me uh, a couple of days ago, and she goes, I think she posted in the group. She called me out, and she'd been calling me out for weeks. Like, we we got to go to Disney, right? and she posts things. She's like, I just got a new dress. I want to wear it. Let's go to Disney.
3: I'm loving it too. I know, right? I
1: know. (laughs) And I finally, I was like, you know what? Fine, let's do it. But it was so last minute that we had to split our trip up. We had to do the first couple days at um, at one resort, and then the last couple days we're doing at All Star Sports. We got our All Star Sports hotel for seventy four dollars a night. Right, dude. That's a great value to be on Disney property. You cannot get
3: cheaper than that.
1: It's fantastic. So we're, I mean, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to do it. So it's, yeah, it's, it's never going to not keep me from going to Disney just because I can't get a DVC resort because they do offer, um, any of the resorts at, you know, especially the values at a great price and just adding that, that gondola service to it. It's, it's all the better. Agreed.
2: Uh, last thing, the biggest announcement. Now I know Justin, you have a lot of experience with this cause you were talking about this in the group. Uh, I heard about it. I read a little bit about it. The biggest announcement this year, I'm going to say, is the deal with Fox and Disney. So w- explain to me what some of the details are. What transpired with all of this? What are we looking at with this new deal with Fox and Disney?
1: Yeah, so this was a deal that no one thought was going to get done. I mean, it was. Uh, everyone was kind of laughing behind the scenes thinking that Fox and Disney, there's no way they're going to come to an agreement and be able to uh, to, to, to finalize this. And it moved faster than I've ever seen a deal of this size move. It, I mean, a few weeks, and they had this thing hammered out. And on paper, now, how excited are you guys to have things like X Men, Deadpool, uh, all the all the uh, the Fox franchises, and 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 um, things they own now under the Disney name, and A New Hope can now get its its original opening back on star wars anytime
3: that we can bring genres together that we love that i love i'm all for i'm i'm excited for the direction that this is going to go the direction that they're thinking it's going to go and i'm excited to um let all the under the radar planning that is in the back room happening right now come to fruition it's going to be fun i think it's going to be a fun ride over the next couple years
1: well, you know, and this this makes a big difference in, in what Disney has had planned all along, and that's to launch their own streaming service. Mm-hmm. They, they you know, they announced their own streaming service to launch in 2019, six months ago. Well, Disney already owned thirty percent of Hulu. Fox owned thirty percent of Hulu. So when Disney purchased that portion of Fox, they acquired and are now the majority owner of Hulu. So I would expect a rebranding of Hulu. As a Disney streaming service, okay. Um, you know, fifty-two point four billion is what is what Disney spent. Now, there's a few things they didn't acquire. They didn't acquire uh, the news division. They didn't acquire a sport Fox Sports, um, but they did acquire all TV and and movies um, and and things of you know they acquired future endeavors that Fox had planned. But I tell you, I think this is going to push these other companies to have to put out better and more content because now disney has the market i think i i saw i saw a fact where this past weekend in the box office disney owned 90 percent of the revenue that was coming out of the box office this past weekend from the big screen i believe it
3: it's insanity i, it. I mean it's it, well, it's a power it's a powerhouse man there's disney is an unstoppable
1: powerhouse if we can give it I can give I can I can say a few bad things about Bob, Bob Iger, but overall, he's acquiring things that is going to allow Disney to grow these these other franchises and to add things to the parks in the long run. I think we're going to look back, you know, he, for a long time. He kind of pushed the parks to the side, you know, where Eisner built the parks up and was was a he was a major proponent of the parks. By uh, you know, Iger's been a more of a acquire 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 takeover 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 uh, but i think in the long run we're going to look back and go okay i can kind of see where they were going with this because now that they're starting to put money into the parks we have all this to play with this holiday season the disney dads want to give you a chance to win a 100 hundred dollar disney gift card with the disney dads holiday giveaway there are a few simple ways that you can have your name entered in this fantastic giveaway first Head over to iTunes. If you're liking the show, give us a five-star review. The more reviews we have, the easier it is for us to grow our Disney family. Second, give us a call. 317-WDW-DADS at 317-939-3237. Tell us what your kids are wishing for for Christmas. Or tell us some of your Disney passions just so we can get to know you a little bit better. Last but not least, join us over on Facebook, at facebook.com backslash groups backslash Disney Dads Podcast. Already a member? Don't worry. Your name's already put into the drawing for the $100 Disney gift card. But there is another way you can get more entries. For every friend you add, your name will be added again to the drawing. Now I know what you're thinking. How in the world are they going to know what all I've done? That's easy. Send us an email. DisneyDadsContest at gmail.com That's DisneyDadsContest at gmail.com In the email, don't only say hello, but let us know all the different ways that you've entered to be a part of this fantastic giveaway. After the first of the year, we'll have a drawing and one of you will be lucky enough to win a $100 Disney gift card as a thank you for being part of our Disney family. So from Jason, Mike, and myself, we wish you a very Merry Christmas and a happy holiday and we wish you good luck in this upcoming Disney Dads contest giveaway. We hope to see you real soon. Picks of the week. Picks of the week. 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 It's time for us to get our Picks picks of the week.
2: Picks of the week. So I rolled the dice this week to see who goes first. And apparently the dice came up. The only person in America to have a basketball goal gets to go first. So that would be Listen, people, all right. (laughs)
1: I'm not alone on this. I, I know others that call it that too. All right. You throw the puck through the basketball goal and, uh, and everyone gets a touchdown. It's fantastic. Yeah. I look, pick of the week for me this week was easy and it, it was a picture that was posted and it wasn't so much the picture as the story and the story behind the love of a dad and a family for, for their, for their child and the way that Disney inspired that love and, uh, you know, they kind of wrapped it, wrapped it all together. And the way Disney brought them through a hard time, it inspired me. It, it caught me right in the feels. And that's Adam Austin. And he posted a he posted a absolutely um, this heartwarming picture of him and his son. And, Adam, I tell you, man, you're family to us. And we love you. And that really, really, on that day... Um, hit me and really meant something to me. So thank you, man. Appreciate it.
3: Um, I want to touch on that that post too. Very few posts actually just really hit me in the stomach good. And, man, he did. He got me good on that one. And I really appreciate him. Uh, well, listen, not only sharing it with us, but allowing us to really look at an intimate side of his family, trusting us enough and, and and enjoying us enough to where he wanted to share that with us, you know, it's just one of those moments where it's, um, man, you just, you just count your blessings and, and and love your family. And you know, Adam, you really got me on that one, buddy. You really did. You really got me on that one. Yeah, I agree with you guys. I couldn't.
2: That that would certainly be if I was going first. That would have been my you know first choice of the week. That was definitely a, it was a heartfelt post and we really appreciate that but uh jason what do you got for
3: your post for the for your pick, post to pick man you know this is this is the this is the you know what believe it or not this is the hardest part of my whole week <laughs> how how first world problem is that you know you, we had a lot of tough ones you got this, you this, got, is, this got, is a tough week we yeah. did we got you know we got a couple new people posting um steven g say goatee Goatee. Tell, ask him, ask him to
1: correct it. Like, like
3: I will. You correct it, man. Send me a message. He sent me a message. He's gonna be up in my area here
1: in, in a nice, little bit. So nice. we're gonna, you know, are gonna try to. He's, uh, he's a Kentucky get fan, man. He's good people. It's
3: hard when you got Rachel Spear, who's continually posting incredible pictures. Uh, new people coming in the group, and then I think my big one that I'm gonna pick this week, besides Johnny Renfro's awesome unicorn robot shirt that he had, <laughs> is Dan Rossi. Dan the whole in 24 hours we surprise our boys with a trip to disney and then the picture of is with him you know in front of uh cinderella's castle um that's it that to me is what it's all about right now this is my picture of the week because uh that that symbolizes everything that i stand for and i hope you guys have an incredible trip and i hope you share some pictures with us guys good
2: good good stuff good stuff uh I have a pick of the week, and it's somebody who contributes to the group quite a bit, and she hasn't gotten a lot of recognition yet, even though it's well-deserved. Erin Marie, last week, as we were taping, posted a video of a special needs school dressed with Disney outfits on, and they were doing a Christmas uh, sing-along thing. Now, me having an autistic brother... Uh, having a wife who's in the special needs field, uh, having a mom who's an educator, having a dad who's in the special ed field, having a sister who's in the special ed field. I know how special that is and how much it means to those kids. And That kind of brightened up my night after we recorded last week. So I give it to Erin Marie for posting
3: that little video of the
1: kids it was doing the loved it. Appreciate I loved that.
3: Erin has been a great friend of the show. We love her to death. Uh, honorable mention on my part, Sharon Brenzi. How cool was that picture of another Great trip in the books with their oh, arms yeah, up in the air.
1: Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. That was yeah, that
3: was awesome. And then uh, the Elf on the Shelf from Amy Alverson. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Uh, we do the Elf on the Shelf here at the house, so a lot of fun, guys. Oh, and um, another another one was Scott Z- Zobel. He had a gra- he had a great trip. You know, I mean, all these guys posting their family trips are amazing, guys. Thank you. Oh, uh, one, you know what? One more.
2: Since I listen, whenever whoever goes last, whoever gets get yeah. But two. I went last. Who was the video that? <laughs>
3: <laughs> who gave us the uh who who gave us the uh YouTube video? Of what
2: you oh,
1: had. of the family playing. Oh, that was so
3: fun. Who was that? That was amazing. <laughs> we have to give oh, them I credit. I love that. Yeah. We have uh, to give they them were credit. singing what, the other one for Christmas is the hippopotamus yeah. or the-, the,
1: hop, the, the hippopotamus, yes. There were like there was so much great stuff this week and uh it, it's fun, man. I you know what though? Whenever I see people talk about their trips, all I want to do is get down there and hang out with them. I know, right? That's all I want to do. I just want to be down there right. and be like, "All right, let's hang out. Let's go. Let's go ride Space Mountain." And, and you know, Kay and I will be in the parks, January the twenty fourth through the thirty first. Now we're doing the first part at Disney. The middle part, uh, we're we're going to the place where we don't speak of. Actually, I love it, Universal, and we're <laughs> uh, and we're the last part will be at Disney. But on the night of the thirtieth, we are going to be at Disney Springs, and we will be. Hanging out at Splitsville, something we've never done before. So, if anyone wants to come bowl or come hang out or just come say hi, if you're in Disney Springs walking around, we'd love to meet you, love to see you. And if you can't get there, then uh, we're also going to play putt putt earlier that day. And I'll make sure to, in the next couple weeks, find a time. And that way, if anyone's available, look, we'd love it. Bring bring the kids, bring the grandparents, bring everybody. We'll make a fun time of it, and we'll play putt putt. We'll go bowling, and uh, and we'll do some of the things that a lot of people don't do. Whenever they go to Disney,
3: I am super jealous right now. That sounds like so much fun, man! So much fun, and you know the thing is, is like you and Katie are so much fun to go out with. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm envious. So if somebody's down there, take advantage of it because uh, to meet Justin and, and Katie in person is, um, I guarantee, you they'll they'll be friends for life with you. You gotta watch out though; we're
1: huggers, so we 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 hug. Huggers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, it's. Not so much each other, just, just you know, we, 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 we love love meeting you guys. We're, we're you know, excited.
3: Listen, man, I mean, fr- friends, family, you're going to take the time to meet. It's, um, look, that that says a lot.
2: Yeah, I just found that Bob Boyle was the okay. one who shared to us his YouTube video of his family singing the Hippopotamus for Christmas. So thank you, Bob, for also putting that on our, on our group. Uh, J- uh, Justin, why don't you tell them, if they want to post on our
1: group, what's the best way to go about it? Yeah, I'll definitely tell you, but I have to say something about Bob real quick. Bob, whenever whenever my wife comes to me or somebody comes to me and they say, we have to go to a Christmas party, I almost cringe because you just don't know what you're getting into. If I ever get a Christmas party invite from you, I'm there, buddy, with bells on because your family <laughs> looks absolutely awesome to hang out with, and uh, and I'm excited, hopefully, one of these days to get to meet all y'all. We I loved it. Katie and I played that twice. It was so funny. It was fantastic. Um. Yeah, you, you can find us a lot of different places. The easiest thing for you to do is to go to www.disneydadspodcast.com. www.disneydadspodcast.com. There you can find a link to all our shows. You can find a link to our social medias. You can also find a link to not only our email for the show, but our personal email. So if you want to send one of us a message, that message you send to us personally is personal. We will keep it between us. Uh, it, you know, If you send something to me, it's just between me and you. And, uh, or since I'm a Jason or Mike, but, um, but also you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com backslash groups, backslash Disney dads podcast over there. We have a great, great group of people that are constantly posting pictures. They're constantly sharing stories and it's a fun group. It's a motivational group. It is a positive group. There's nothing negative that will ever be said or ever be seen in that group. We keep it. Disney. 100% 100% of the time And that's something We take pride in And we want you to come And, and be a part of Our Facebook family So we uh, we hope to see you Over there real soon Listen I had a
2: Fantastic week this week uh, The year has come to an end I can't believe that 2017 just Completely flew by Uh Closing remarks, Jason. What do you have to say now that this is the end of the year? This is, this is your wow, moment to shine. This is the man, big he hits me. Closing
3: you know, moment, end of the I year, know. 2017. This year went by this so fast. This is, this is I, I just can't believe your it. Your final closing moment for the oh, year. Wow, um, this has been really a good ride this year. I've had some incredible ups, a couple chops to the chin, and you know that's what I was thinking about today. I was um, I was on the phone with my lawyer today. I was on the phone with the banker today. I was trying to get a bunch of loose ends tied up for the end of the year. And, um, at the beginning, it was like, everything was going wrong and it was just, I just sat there and I was walking and, or walking and I'm like, these are mosquito bites. That's all they are. Cause I'm sitting here trying to make a, a mole or, you know, um, a mountain out of a molehill. And I'm like, these are just mosquito bites. You know, everything is just, uh, I just got to keep everything in perspective here. Cause everything was going wrong this morning. But by the end of the day, everything came through perfect and I could have let my whole day be ruined by a couple of mosquito bites and I chose not to. So I just tried to keep it in perspective. So my point is, is you're going to get mosquito bites and sometimes you think that you're getting punched in the face and really take a step back and go, you know, it really wasn't that bad. It's not as bad as I'm making it out to be. And I think that pretty much summed up my whole year. I really, 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 honestly, to the bottom of my heart sincerely hope everybody has a prosperous, fun, exciting new year. I challenge you to do something new. Um, I would love to hear about if you do something new that, you know what, I've never done this before, and I'm going to do this going into 2018. That's what I want. I want, because that's what I'm doing. I'm going to be doing new stuff. You know, we've already got the list going where that's, that's what living life's all about. You, it's easy for us to get stuck in a rut. Do you agree? No, oh, definitely. Day-to-day routine. You know, it's uh, trying to do, you know, everything. All of a sudden, here I am. I'm at the end of the year ready, guys. I've met some really great people. I've met some friends for life. Um, I've I've got, we've got our trip in May. We're going down. We've got dinner plans with a couple of people. We're going to meet some some of the other people that are down there. And um, I'm excited. So I'm I'm kind of long-winded, Mike, and I'm sorry. Uh, I really can't even sum up what I really want to say. It's... um, Guys, have a safe New Year. Have a fun New Year, and and above all, keep it Disney.
1: Yeah, guys, I this year has been incredible. We've made some great friends, and I'm gonna be short. We enjoy getting to know you all, and it just means the world to us that you let us come into your lives and and be a part of your Disney family. You know, we always talk about our Disney family, but there's one thing I would like to kind of challenge everyone to do. Think of a Disney resolution. You know, everyone makes New Year's resolutions. What's your Disney resolution? What do you want to do in the next year that is Disney inspired? It doesn't have to be with the parks. Maybe it's just—I mean—as simple as a movie you haven't seen, you know, from the past, or 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 you know, you you want to start planning something, you know, a trip somewhere, or or you know, make something for the house, you know, that's Disney inspired. But what's your Disney resolution? And I'd love to see that. Or if you're not a part of our of our social media, you're not a part of the Facebook. One, join us but it, it, even if you're not give us a call 317 dads. 317 dads. you can give us a call tell us about those Disney resolutions or just shoot us a text the same number 317 dads. let us know kind of what you're shooting for Disney wise in 2018 guys have a great new year and we'll see you
2: next year yeah you guys have pretty much summed it up I mean you literally took the words out of my mouth the, the most thing that I want to say to you guys Thank you to our Disney family for being so good to us we you know this is something we knew we started we've been doing this we're twelve episodes into this now you guys have been treating us like family and we're trying to do the same for you guys uh i just hope everybody has a happy healthy new year i'm looking forward to a whole nother year ahead of you guys and you know i have a couple of trips planned and hopefully within the next couple of trips i'll get to see some of you guys in person we'll get to you know have a drink hang out and you know shoot the stories together in person so uh with that being said 2017 is done have a good one guys good night guys good night, good night buddy
0: Hi guys, this is Craig from the Fromer Movie Reviews podcast and uh, specifically the Beyond the Mouse podcast on that network and just wanted to give you guys a shout out and say congratulations on such an amazing start to your podcast and it's become quickly one of my favorite Disney shows. Uh, i listen to a lot of them, but you guys really get it and I I appreciate that, particularly because I have a young son. I'm a, a newer dad. He's two years old. And we're not going to be going to the parks quite yet. Uh, we'd like to, but uh, as soon as we can, we will get there. And what your show does is it allows us to live vicariously through all of you um, and uh, be able to experience the parks uh, from a different perspective. And I really do enjoy that. So thank you so much. And uh, in case you don't see hear this until after Christmas, I wish you a Merry Christmas and then... Also, of course, I hope that you have a wonderful new year, and I'm looking forward to many, many podcast episodes to follow.
3: From Mike, Justin, and myself want to say thank you. And remember, always keep it Disney. And they all live happily ever after. Each of us has
2: a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when
3: we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey. To discover who we're meant to be,
0: all we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to
1: begin. Let,
3: let me let me throw one addendum in there, guys, to you and Justin. I want to wish you both a prosperous and happy new year, and I want to wish uh, extreme blessings on your family you guys both both got incredible families and um it's really been a pleasure and an honor to know both of you guys same here man. Hey,
1: same here buddy same here and and uh, we're just getting started so lots and lots of episodes to come and lots of time spent together so excited absolutely 100% and that's a wrap boys
3: boom boom